shit him out later. I've I've eaten a lot of change in my life, and I have no recollection of ever seeing the change in my shit. <laughs> like that's a real thing. Me and Jarrett Ward you never saw the change, huh? Never saw the change. <laughs> Me and Jarrett Ward had a had like one day we were like doing that dumbassery where you like egg each other on and who can be the more ridiculous person. And I was like, well, I'll eat a dime, and I ate a dime. And then I think like at the end of like the fifteen minute like dick measuring contest like we'd eaten like a dollar fifty each i'll eat a dime fuck it <laughs> fuck it i'll eat a dime uh all right hey welcome to missing animals that's the intro i'm gonna use you just said missing animals yeah we're missing them they're yep. missing welcome to missing animals this is a this is a chat show it's where it's a chat shit show uh featuring myself one of your hosts my name is davy francis i'm here with uh, my co-host, expose yourself to these people. Hey guys, my name's Buck. Uh, and we, we're here to talk about things. We usually would sit and talk about things of a musically related uh, topic base. Uh, we're expanding our, our thought genres today <laughs> into, into something different. Today we're going to talk about fast food. Fast food. Fast food, the quickest of foods. Now... Buck and me have known each other for a long time, and for a lot of that time, we were in a band that would regularly travel uh, multiple hours um, to get places. And eat fast food. You eat fast food in those situations. It's the, it, four in the morning. There's nothing open other than... What's open at four in the I morning mean, in normal places? We, we live in Vegas, and things are open. Actually, in Las Vegas, fast food is not open late. No, you have a handful. There's a couple, which we will get into in a, in a minute here, because one of those 24-hour places is my fucking kryptonite at this point. <laughs> but fast food is our topic for the day. Uh, fast food in America is big fucking business. In 2018 alone, the American public spent more than $1.7 trillion on, I guess what we'll consider of out-of-home meals, but that lends into fast food. Out of home meals, so I mean that's restaurants as well. So not quite fast food. Yeah, that's but I, not fast food because there's. I mean, think about it. The uh, the dollar on <clears throat> fast food is a lot less than a regular restaurant. Well, that's my point. Is it's so cheap that I mean, how much of that one point seven trillion would be? Especially considering, and this is another statistic. There are currently, as of two thousand and twenty. More, and it's, this is a continuing number, 247,000 fast food restaurants in the United States. 247,000 standalone fast food restaurants. Standalone. I mean, I don't even know if that's including, like, kiosks at airports. What was the number again? 247,000. That can't be right. Are we talking Alaska, Hawaii, territories, ah, all that? This, too? there's a lack, this, we are losing our grasp on facts. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of fast food restaurants in America, and people are continuing to eat them all, all the time. The low price of fast food makes it easy to consume for lower-income demographics. Or just shitheads like us who just want to eat fast food. At four food. in the morning, I don't want to spend more than $6 to feel full. Is that a fair thing to say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, I mean, let's, so, so fast food is a thing that I can't get away from. When I was a child, 
I grew up in the United Kingdom, and there was one fast food restaurant in our town. When I was born, it was a Wimpy. Do you remember Wimpy? Um, no. I, I barely remember it. I remember going there. I have a vague childhood memory. But afterwards, it's become Burger King. And it still to this day, I was there two years ago, it's still a Burger King in the town of Yeovil in Somerset. Uh, and it was a thing that you would have occasionally. It was expensive at the time, so it wasn't something that we had always. I remember when in the mid-90s, a McDonald's opened up in that town. And it's on the outskirts, and it was because it was on the outskirts, you couldn't just go to it. Now, as a kid in America in 2020, you can walk to a fast food restaurant. I can't imagine many places. I mean, even we, I used to live in Ohio, and I lived in not such, like more of a rural area. You could still very quickly and easily get to a fast food restaurant as a kid. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it depends on where you're at, but it's highly accessible. Yeah. So as a kid, it was a thing that was denied to me. I couldn't have it. So as an adult, as I'm now self-sufficient, I live in one of the biggest metropolitan cities in the country. That's probably not accurate, but it's it's Vegas. Yeah, either, either way. It's you go to it's, anywhere it's in the, city. on the planet and say Vegas, and everyone knows where it is. Yep. Here... It's even more condensed. And now as a self-sufficient adult, I can very easily at any point in time grab fast food. I can grab a McDonald's burger. I can stop through a Taco Bell or a KFC. We mm -hmm. have In-N-Out Burger here. I work in bars. I manage a bar. I do a lot of running around to make that stuff happen. And I don't always have meals prepped available. You know what's really easy? A $1.65 for a junior cheeseburger from Wendy's. Yep. It's so easy to get my hands on these things. And... It's good, and it's scientifically structured to taste good and hit those pleasure centers of your brain. Yeah, even though it's not actually good. But it, it is. It's, oh, it's It tastes great. It tastes great. It is so bad. There was, in 2008, during the, uh, I would say, the initial first sprint into the recession that we had, which is the Great Recession, uh... McDonald's decided to try and save money by taking a slice of cheese off of their dollar menu double cheeseburger. Yeah, they called it a double-double, right? It was the McDouble. Oh, McDouble, The McDouble. Yeah. McDouble, yeah. And the McDouble saved them money in cheese. But they also put the double cheeseburger as a separate menu item on the menu as something that cost two twenty-five. <laughs> I remember this distinctly. Uh, so... You could add the, you could get the, so we're going from a dollar for a two patties and one slice of cheese and two twenty-five for two patties, two slices of cheese. The money they saved on not putting the cheese on the McDouble and the money that they gained by people going, I want two slices of cheese was astronomical. They won on all counts there. Yep. However, I remember the first time that I got that McDouble and you could actually taste, I'm going to use the word very loosely here, but I'm using air quotes, the meat in that McDouble, it tasted, <laughs> it didn't taste bad. It just tasted like this weird, and cardboard, cardboard's the first thing that comes into my brain. It tasted like, it tasted false, like I was eating something pretend. Like fake meat? It, what's well, not. Man, we should have stopped by and got some fake meat burgers before we did this. It, ta it didn't, it tasted like it was fake, 
which is a great segue into what fast food is currently doing. And due to the rise in vegan and vegetarianism for varying reasons, it is a, it's a hot, it's like a buzzword right now, Yep. but it's also, I mean, environmentally, it, it is a fantastic choice to be vegan. Uh, Absolutely. It, the, the footprint that the, the, the meat industry, uh, <laughs> the puts on, on this planet that is, oh God, we're getting into apocalypse territory now. We're all going to die, and it's not helping that we eat steaks. Nope. It's not helping anyone that we it's eat steaks. It's helping a lot less that we eat a lot of burgers from fast food restaurants. So with the rise in veganism, all of your major fast food chains have hopped on this bandwagon, and they are taking companies like Impossible is a, is a big one, or Beyond. And beyond, yeah. Beyond. Uh, and they're using... So Burger King has a... Beyond Burger, I believe. It's one of the two. It's impossible. It's the impossible burger. Yeah. And it's, you know what? They're pretty good. Are they? Yeah. I wish, I w- like I was saying, I wish we'd stopped by one of these places and we could blind taste test on this and see if I could tell the difference. Because the, they're, they're as genetically engineered as the regular burger is to taste like meat so and have the same consistencies, but also be plant-based. Genetically engineered? Are well, I guess genetic? if it's plant-based, it's not... Well, It's not genetic. It's, well, all of it's genetics. I mean, it's, when the... It's just flavored. Yeah. The, I mean, the cows are raised genetically to be yeah. much mus- more muscular, specifically for, you know, breaking down and being a, a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they have these, these, the Beyond ones, and everyone's consuming them as well. And there's also, like, the illusion that it's vegan, it's healthier. And I think this is where this sort of like... Yeah, it's not The misinformation. Can be. Can be. In some situations, it is almost less healthy due to the the trans fats. I mean, flavor comes from fats and salts. So the sodiums and fats that are used in them are are huge to get those big flavors that you would get out of the natural flavors. As far as like burger patties go, they're generally just as bad for you as regular burger patties. So they're bad for the people, but they're not bad for the planet. Right. So, and I'm fine with so, that. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a come up if you think about it because it's equally as bad for you to eat, but it's better for the environment. I'm more on the side of the planet at this point <laughs> when it comes to yeah, this discussion. I mean, I have a hard time. I think it's an age thing. Like, it's just like straws. If someone said, you have to stop using straws from now on. Plastic straws, paper straws, it's all bad. No more straws. I think I'm going to be that guy that still uses straws. I wouldn't really have a problem with it. It's a tall glass. I need it. Milkshakes, no straws. That would be kind of difficult. It would be strange. Drinks over crushed ice. Spoon, dude. Spoon? I you could spoon it. You know what? I'm the asshole here, but I'm also feel like I'm in that place where it's like, hey, you have to stop eating meat for the environment, as long as it's not a plastic spoon. As long as we're back at square one at that point. So there's so, fast food expands this far into it's not only imprint on humans and what it's doing to us. I mean, fast food is the leading contributor to heart disease, high cholesterol. Uh, an ongoing obesity epidemic that's been expanding for decades, mm-hmm. and even depression. It, it one of the one of the things is linked mm-hmm. highly to depression in in adults, which I think is and life expectancy has gone down significantly. Yep. 
it's and it's hard, especially as a person that when I gained autonomy, decided that I can have fast food where I want, and this is a benefit of being an adult. <laughs> and as soon as I had this this freedom, I looked at it, and the world went. Also, uh, it's you're killing yourself and the world by yeah. enjoying this. You're killing everything. Everything. Fast food is is a. It's like basically a fire that's lit that's not going out. Especially when what did we say? Two hundred and forty seven thousand restaurants. It tastes fucking great though. It does taste so good. Uh, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here by saying that. The, the two of us are proponents of alcohol. Yeah, of course. We both work in bars. We both enjoy spirits and uh, and malt beverages. Mm-hmm. And after a few malt beverages, once you get done with a shift at 3 a.m. on or 8 a.m., given what shift you work, <laughs> if you work graveyards, you're getting off quite much, much later. Uh, one of those times you have a drink or two and you need to eat that What's what's the easiest thing to do? The you just e- say fuck it and go through a drive-through, and and it's quick. So I mean that's I mean I guess that's fast food. The it's in the name. It's fast and convenient. That mm-hmm. na- that comes back from actually, it comes from fish and chip shops in England in the 1860s. Uh, they weren't restaurants. They weren't sit-down places. It was basically a kiosk with a deep fryer. You would walk in and you would get a portion of chips and and like a piece of battered fish. It get wrapped in paper, and you could take it right home inexpensively, and share it with the family. It was the working class meal. Mum's night off. Mum's night. <laughs> the KFC. It, that's what they named it. They named yep, it KFC. Mum's night off. We were in England uh, about oh, well, I guess twelve years ago now, and yeah, actually it was thirteen years ago. Two thousand and seven. Yep. The, two, the two of us <clears throat> took a trip to England, and while we were there, we noticed a KFC. And one of their specials was called Mum's Night Off. It was don't cook, come here, spend ten ninety nine, get a giant bucket of chicken and four sides, and it's Mum's Night Off. Yep. It is. It it the, the convenience is. It's too much. I mean, so it's too much. I can't avoid the convenience of doing this, of like going to this place and buying something. So like my favorite. Like, do you have a fast food favorite? Depends on what you consider fast food. I, mean, I anything consider you it's can, like get in and out within f- five minutes, given there's no line. In and out is very good. In and out's like a treat, though. I feel like I have to in and out when I get in and out is a treat. I mean, in and out's a treat for a lot of people. Because You're talking the in and out the fast food chain. Yes. Oh, I was talking. You can get into the oh, restaurant you're, you're and talking out. Convenience in general. So yes. So you know, I mean, Chipotle Mexican Grill. Is that considered fast food? I mean, it's pretty quick. It's not necessarily prepared like fast food. It is not prepared like fast food. Uh, is is Chipotle significantly, is it healthier than other fast foods? Uh, to an extent. It's a lot of sodium. And sodium's, you know, obviously, uh, sodium's bad for high blood pressure, which also leads to heart disease. So, you know. Which leads to arteries starting to squeeze. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably a little bit healthier than, you know, regular fast food because. I looked at a list today in, in preparation for this of fast food items that are basically like the, if you're going to go 
get these because they're better for you than, let's say, my favorite item at fast food restaurant is the Taco Bell beef quesarito. The chances of me going and getting one of those after we're done with this are astronomical. Uh, that beef quesarito is, it consists of, it's a, it's a beef burrito with Taco Bell ground beef, which might not actually be beef, with rice, sour cream, chipotle sauce, uh, and nacho cheese. And instead of using a tortilla, they wrap it in a cheese quesadilla. There's no vegetables on that at all. Uh, and that runs, according to Taco Bell, it runs 650 calories around about. But on the menu at the drive-thru, it says 650 to 1200 calories. I eat two of those in in a sitting <laughs> right they're deli- that's and that's the point the convenience is it's, it's also because it's so delicious it's also very edible right it's very very edible but on this list of things that said here are your better options a chipotle beef burrito or steak burrito bowl was listed in there as being a go-to option if you're looking for something that isn't you know putting a gun to your head in the form of food so it's much better for you? I would say it's much... Yeah, it seemed like it was listed as much better. It was on the same list as uh, a lot of Back to Taco Bell's, a lot of their like fresco menu items, which are all under 300 calories. I mean, I think it's, it's very hard to get w- one thing off of a, ta- of a menu of Taco Bell or Wendy's or anywhere that is under 500 calories. Yeah, I don't know if it's calories that's actually killing people. I'm just... It's the vanity in me that's thinking about what it's doing to my body. It's not the calories that's killing people because in that 650 calories from a beef quesarito, 47% of that is trans fat. Right. That's what's killing people. Uh, Sure, you can keep your calorie count under, you know, 1,200 a day by just eating Wendy's cheeseburgers because they're like 220. Have one of those every time you feel... But like all you've just ingested is a ton of sodium and a ridiculous amount of trans fat. Yeah, in uh, I've been paying attention to sodium lately, <clears throat> and I also really have a hard time avoiding fast food. So it's so hard. Yeah, so uh, I've noticed that sodium levels are kind of they're there, but they're not put in the spotlight. Calories and fats and all that, they are like that's that's that the, mean, uh, that's, that's what... the upfront information, but sodium's not, and sodium is that's like the silent killer. I mean, one of the things that is recently has been put a spotlight on McDonald's is their Happy Meals. And one of the things they have stated that they are going to attempt to reduce is specifically sodium. Sodium was the first thing. First was portion sizes, but then the first like thing was sodium needs to be brought down. Yep. It's the stuff like you feed to kids. You Happy Meal. Kids love them. Did you? So you grew up in America where fast food's more prominent. It was... It was the convenience factor, your burger bars, your, I think, White Castle and McDonald's were the first two that came around. Uh, What was your experience of fast food as a child? Like, was it something you had regularly or was it a treat? Um, It was a little bit of both. Because normally I would have like a box of mac and cheese at home or something like that. Um, We weren't the most affluent family um so you know sometimes like maybe two three times a week maybe two i don't know that we would go get mcdonald's or something like that 
that is definitely like I could say that when I was a child between the ages of being born and I don't know, uh, eight years old, I probably had a fast food meal once a year. Oh yeah. Like going to a Burger King or a McDonald's, like it was a, it was a special occasion. We would go, you, the Burger King in town, the former Wimpy and I Burger King, uh, would have their, uh, their kids meals were the kids club at Burger King. And, they would have like a, like a Chuck E. Cheese experience where a guy would be dressed up as like the coolest member of the kids club and you would have a birthday party. And like, I remember going to those as a child as friends from school would invite me and you'd go there, mm-hmm. but it was so infrequent that once I moved to America at 13 years old, it then became your experience there where two or three times a week when dinner was, it was dinner time. Like we would just swing through the Burger King or the McDonald's. I'm not a big fan of McDonald's. I like McDonald's. You do? What is your do you have a McDonald's menu item? Like what's your go to? Um Well when I was a kid it was chicken nuggets. Chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets with sweet and sour sauce. I was gonna say the sauce is very important to that because yeah. they are it's polarizing between Sweet and Sour. That was my thing. Um <clears throat> the fries. The fries and the Coke. And you know McDonald's has their own own special blend of Coca-Cola. Is that a thing? Yeah. It's the a, syrup to soda ratio is like McDonald's is, or do they have their McDonald's own? McDonald's has has McDonald's own Coca-Cola. It's different than every other Coca-Cola that's There that's is out there. something, and the I feel like the it's salty, the shape. It's a salty and sweet. It the works fries so well. Well, so another guilty pleasure of mine, when I go get fast food, I will, so if we're in Las Vegas, I go to the Sahara in and out but I only get my burger there, and a block and a half away is a McDonald's, and I'll go get my fries from McDonald's, and I'll go get a large fry from there. I've never told anyone that. This is the first time I'm mentioning that this is a thing I do for myself. That's a lot of thought put into a meal that is horrible for me and, as we've established, the planet. (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's your uh, uh, freedom, being an adult. There was a further statistic that I read that the frequency of ingestion of fast food decreases with age. And I mean, that's got to be, you know, approaching an impending end and being like, I'd like to squeeze a few more years out of this. (laughs) I'm in my late 30s now. I might as I should probably stop consuming these things. I eat a lot less fast food than I did. I do. And so... So the depression fact is that when I do now, it hits those pleasure centers in my brain, but I also find guilt in that I've left work, it's four in the morning, I should go home, I don't. I drive to the 24-hour Taco Bell, which isn't exactly close to where I live, and I... It's like a ritualistic, ritualistic experience for me. I leave, I leave the bar. I come home. I laugh at the entrance to my apartment complex and go, <laughs> I'm not fucking going there. And I drive all the way up to the 24-hour Taco Bell. It takes about 10 minutes. Uh, I buy. I know this. This is the. This is this guilt and embarrassment that I get is that I know the staff that works late nights at this Taco Bell. You do frequently say, "Well, fuck it. I'm gonna go home. On the way home, I'm gonna get a quesarito." I'm gonna, and I get two. I've just, sometimes I have the willpower, and but I you, won't just but, get but one. But you say like, "Well, I'm gonna just go stab this guy and fuck it. I don't care." 
It's, it's with the that level of complete disregard. I'm just like, man, whatever. I'm going, to, but it's not. I go there, and when I hear that guy's voice that I recognize on, on the speaker, and he goes, "Welcome to Taco Bell. What can we do for you?" And I go, "I love two quesadillas." And I know that as soon as I say that, he's he has to know my voice. There's no way he doesn't know my voice. Of course he does. And then he go and I I've started saying I'll go. I'll have two quesadillas and that's all, please, because I know that he has several other standard questions that he has to ask, and he doesn't ever refrain. Would you like to get a large cook with that? No, I would not. How about any sauce? No, thank you. And I'm, <laughs> and then I get a pull up to the window, and I can't make eye contact with this guy because I know it's. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I've seen him, and at four in the morning, three days in a row, I've consumed upwards of 1,500 calories for my end-of-the-day meal. That's sickening. (laughs) So, would you say that if as a child you would go to fast food restaurants two or three times a week, would you say that you're now... Later, like in your 30s now, you go to and have fast food around the same amount of times as you did as a child. So it's like the power, the control that you couldn't get fast food willingly as, as a kid because it was up to your parents to take you has now been replaced by a sense of personal uh, caretaking. I'm not sure. But there's a period of time in my life that I was a rampant, like it would be like almost every meal. Most, yes. Most of the time it was, I'm not going to the grocery, I don't have groceries at home. I haven't been to the grocery store. Yeah. I could go to the grocery store. Yeah, but that's spending 80 bucks. Why don't I just spend six right now? That's got to be a product of like that, the the fact that my mid to late 20s were all like in the, re- or early 20s were all in the, re- the prime of the recession. Mm. Penny pension. Eh, I don't think so. Maybe I'm trying to put. A, I just ate a lot of fucking fast food because it was good and it was cheap and it was easy. Yeah, uh, it all tastes good because that's. I mean, otherwise just, it, they wouldn't make any money if it didn't taste good. No, it all tastes. I mean, okay, we're we're focusing on the good. Is there any? And we're not not in the sense of it's bad for you, bad for the planet. Are there any fast foods that you just do not fuck with? White Castle. I don't fuck with White Castle. I don't like it. Last time I actually ate White Castle, I was like six years old. And I had such a bad impression on it then that that carried on with me until my current age of 37. Oh, I, so I, I've had White Castle before, but I feel like they recently opened a White Castle in Vegas in the past few years. And I feel like they're the White Castle... in Vegas is made differently. Maybe. It well they're juicy and like and plump versus the White Castle's thing is they steam the burgers. Gross. It's gross. Um I don't particular I, I don't particularly like McDonald's. Since my experience with that being able to taste that meat in that in that was two thousand and nine, I find it hard to get away from that memory every time that it happens Fair i can't enough. i'm trying to think i'm racking my brain i like that you very easily were able to go i don't like white castle um i don't fuck with quiznos there's not very many left really are those slowing down 
there may be three in the Las Vegas Valley. Interesting. Quiznos is a toasted sub thing. I'm not toasted quite. Su- I'm not. I'm not familiar. into toasted subs. No, cold cut. I mean, I can have a toasted sub. If I mean, I'm- but there, it's just there. The bread was so hard, and just like way over toasted, and it was just way too crunchy. I feel like a toasted sub done correctly would probably be lovely. However, the people, and this is another thing about the fast food places, is because it's so fast, the convenience factor, and it has to be so cheap, everything has to keep cost down, the the people they employ, I mean, how many people's first job, like, is McDonald's? Probably a lot. It's, there, but they're, they are paid as close to minimum as they can get in every place they are. Not necessarily. Really? I mean, obviously, like, it depends on what chain you're talking about, but I want to say In-N-Out starts at $12 an hour. Real? Well, I've, I guess I've heard that. That's a it's an In-N-Out thing. But I also heard recently that <clears throat> uh, they started offering general managers of McDonald's 100000 a year. That's so much money. I mean, that's that's a really good living. I mean, I don't make near that amount of money (laughs) and i would never think that i need to make some money what should i do oh i should go work my way up through the mcdonald's ranks i'm wondering what the prerequisites to be a mcdonald's manager now is now that you've said it like what sort of college are you required to have uh i don't i don't think any like if you started at 16 years old with a a work permit and you were on the grill and you just happen to not have any sense of self-worth and want to further your career. And you're just like, well, I've got this job. I guess I'll stay here. But you move from, you move from the, uh, the grill. You get over to drive through You start taking people's orders to handling the money. They finally put you on the front register. You're great. You love it. You do that for three years. You're about to quit. Your GM comes to you and he says, Terry, come in the office over here. I need to talk to you. And you think you're getting fired because it's McDonald's. But actually, he says, we're ready to uh, to move on. I'm going to move on to something else. Uh, I'm moving to corporate. I think you got this. You know this restaurant like the back of your hand. Terry, I think you could generally manage this, this restaurant. And of course, you take that job. Because when they slide that piece of paper across the table and showing you what your yearly salary is, it's a hundred grand and you work at McDonald's. Well... That's. I mean, I'm not. I work at McDonald's for the rest of my life. Though. Yeah. Who cares? Not Terry. Terry takes that money and runs. I'm willing to bet that most of what you just said is, wouldn't really be true. Really? Like the the succession. <laughs> definitely th- the succession of uh, of positions. You go from like, the, from the oh, grill. Go from the, go from the grill to the drive through, <laughs> and then then you're gonna go to the to the front register for three years. <laughs> no. Well. Terry's got Terry's I'm got sure issues. Drive through is probably harder. Ter- well, Terry's got some problems. So they had him on drive through. They told him the front register was a promotion, but in reality, it was a demotion. He had too much to do. It was a little more hectic. He worked late nights, and uh, he couldn't handle the pressure at three a.m. on a Friday when I would come through. <laughs> but eventually, uh, he just had the tenure. <laughs> Silly. One, one night I went to McDonald's after the bar and I ordered three quesaritos and the guy flipped out on me. Oh man, the guy, the guy at Taco Bell that gets me my quesaritos is one of those people that 
is unfailingly bubbly. I've asked questions to the other like other staff members because I've met all of them. At hey, this consistent point. employee is a good employee. You're right. I would I wish for consistency in my employees. Uh, it's the best. I mean, yeah, I guess he's, he does not break. He always offers me a large Coke, and he always offers me extra sauce. Of course, because he's a consistent employee. Yeah, he, he looks like the guy from Workaholics with the hair. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Blake? Blake is that. That's his, that's his name. Uh, yeah, he looks like him. Almost watched Good, Good Burger last night. <clears throat> Good Burger is a fantastic movie. Uh, a little off topic, but it's still a fast food. Oh movie. no, that's fast food related. That is that is topic adjacent. Uh, did you? I'm sure you were, but I don't know if anybody else was. The soundtrack was mostly composed by Less Than Jake. Oh yeah, the I remember that. Gainesville, Florida ska band. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> that's the, I'm the, I'm leaving that dramatic I mean, pause in. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How did, did good good for you guys, Less Than Jake. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess... Don't get me wrong. I like a few songs. I wonder if they have day jobs because of Good Burger. Uh, there's a... Good Burger... Okay, let's dive into Good Burger real fast. There's a part in Good Burger where Keenan and Kel get committed to a mental institution, locked up in straitjackets and thrown in a padded room. As if that's what happens to people who are taken in for mental illness. Or if, as if that's something you can have I mean, arranged. Maybe it did in the 90s. Who knows? I'm a dude. You're a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes? All of us. Crazy. <laughs> uh, back to real world fast food. <clears throat> this is another topic that I wanted, I wanted to bring up. Yeah, flip that script. Let's flip. Uh, let's get out of Nickelodeon and into... The downsides of fast food. Well, I feel like we've been in the downsides yeah. of fast food. There's so many more downsides than upsides. Here's a specific downside, though. Do you think that late-night fast food is and its deliciousness is a major contributor to DUIs? Maybe. I mean, you go that extra few blocks for the Taco Bell... I, I, I'm going to bring it back a second here. We are, a lot of these times, it is specifically Taco Bell is the one that we're talking about. <laughs> there's so many fast food restaurants. There is there's Raisin Cane's. There is uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Subway, Quiznos, Chipotle. I think we'd put in there as being moderately placed, moderately paced food. Yeah, it's fast. You're in and out. How long have you ever waited at Chipotle? The longest probably like ten minutes. You're in. That's fast. That's food. A, that's a busy Chipotle too. You ever been to a Qdoba? Qdoba. Yeah, I like Qdoba. Do they exist still? Yeah. Is there any here? Uh huh. Where? Um, <laughs> this is not a conversation for the podcast. But where is that Qdoba? <laughs> no, there's two of them. Oh wow. None of them are close to here. No, I imagine Summerlin and Henderson. Neither actually. Oh, God, they're in North Las Vegas. <laughs> Southwest, bud. Oh, wow. I'm completely out of touch with the demographics of where Qdoba would work. I don't know if it works, but it's there. It, It is there. It is there. And they do have... Uh, what was the difference that they had? Their big thing was that they had queso. Was. 
Chipotle has queso now. I did not know that. And it's good. Is it? Oh, yeah. Chipotle is really good. The, so I guess the what we're getting at here is that fast food in every way, shape, or form is evil. Pretty much. It's It's bad for you. It's bad for the planet. It's bad for... Well, I guess that's encompassing with everything. Yeah. It's it's good points are purely uh taste, right? It it's, it's just, just it tastes good. Convenience and convenience and taste. Convenience and taste. It's nothing else good about it. Price? Wouldn't that fall under convenience though? It's conveniently cheap. Yeah, it's conveniently cheap and easy. It's good. All right. Well, I guess I I love fast food. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I guess I wish we had a third person how, here to how offer. A, how about a famous bowl? The KFC famous bowl. What a great invention! It's mashed potatoes, fried chicken, corn, gravy, and you get a biscuit on the side to dip in the thing and like smush it on it. I think it's baked chicken, isn't it? I didn't think KFC did anything except fried chicken, so I just assumed that all of their chicken is. No, they do baked. You could probably get a grilled option. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is an interesting one. Chick-fil-A is a very interesting fast food What entity. is so fucking good about Chick-fil-A? I haven't had Chick-fil-A in many, many years. However, in another embarrassing fast food moment in my life, I worked at the mall as a teenager and would eat McDonald's McChicken sandwiches every day for lunch. Again, mm-hmm. convenience, price. Yeah. There was also a Chick-fil-A at that, and when I would reach my, like, fever pitch of, like, when when the person that worked at McDonald's at that particular mall started just going, two chicken sandwiches and a Coke, I stopped going there, because that's embarrassing, and I started going to the Chick-fil-A right next door to that. It's, I don't know what's good about it. It's so simple. I mean, they're the, they're like the in and out of chicken. We do three things. Yeah, but in and out's good. Chick-fil-A? Do you don't think it's good? I've had it a few times, and I'm like, why does everybody love this? Their grilled chicken nuggets are listed as one of the healthiest fast food options that you can consume. Okay, I'll give them that, but taste-wise, Raisin Cane's. Oh, where the chicken is kicking and the sauce is boss? We haven't even talked about Raisin Cane's. That's a place that does one thing and does not fuck it up. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, though? Still have yet to find out what the hype is about. The hype is about and, Jesus. And they're closed on Sundays. Because of Jesus. I know. That's and the another bottom, reason I don't want to support them. They are they hate uh the entire the entirety of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. They Yes, they do. Because laying with someone of the same genetic makeup and sex of you is is horrible. If yeah, you you're are going to hell for that shit. Going to hell. Uh, they made an eighth deadly sin, and it was being gay. Which we all know is completely untrue. So Chick-fil-A is a very... I can't even... Okay, so that's one of the other reasons. They opened a Chick-fil-A here, and I was like, cool, Chick-fil-A... Oh, oh then all that happened. And you know at the bottom of the cups of Chick-fil-A? Yeah, they have quotes. On the rims, they have Bible psalms mm-hmm. and, like, references. 
Fuck that shit. Yeah, I just don't. The chicken can't be that good. Raising Cane's can't be that good, but they just got a catchy slogan, and it's they're not about all about Jesus. I'll take a pass on Jesus. Yeah. Pass on that, too. Pass on Jesus? Won't pass on the grass, though. Nope. That shit's legal. It is legal. I feel like that might Which be... Which is another contributor. I was going to say. <laughs> that's I, a huge contributor. That's a huge contributor. It. Uh... I like to, you know, dip my toes in the pot pool every now and then. And one of the uh, one of the major symptoms of of dipping your toe in that pot pool is it's the munchies. Well, it's also the lethargy and not wanting to do very much. Yeah, which is awesome. I want munchies and not to do anything. You know what I want? Chick fil A. Because <laughs> God and pot go together. <laughs> Hey, I want to let Jesus into my heart while I'm baked as piss <laughs> eating a grilled chicken Sammy. That's what I want. That's 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 Tuesday for me. Yeah, I mean, sounds like fun. And then I want to come down and go, oh. <laughs> Why'd I do that? What the fuck was this? <laughs> this whole afternoon is ruined. I'm going to, I'm going to Taco Bell. Hey, can I get you an extra Coke? That guy. I've been trying to film that guy. For, he's so like he's so animated. He caught me with my phone in my cup holder, filming him recently, and he was quite upset. So he uh, came out of character for that, huh? He broke character and said he didn't say anything, but he dropped his whole thing and just went, "Here's your case." You dropped your whole order. Yeah. <laughs> He, I, I, as soon as I noticed, he noticed. I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta do something about this." I hid the phone, but he, when he came back, he like just handed. He's like, "Here's your quesaritos." I was like, "Oh, well, you don't sound like Blake from Workaholics anymore." <laughs> do, you, do you have any, uh, any really funny drive-through stories? Uh, I had. Uh, there was some friends that I knew when I was younger that told me. What's? Well, I guess it's not funny. It's. When I was younger, I knew some friends that worked at a Wendy's drive-through, and they told me these these were all females, and they told me that they had like a code that they would give each other to be like, "Yo, a hot guy just paid. He's coming to the front window to connect or to collect." And you <laughs> to would connect to connect. Uh, that that's what, like a funnier thing, especially when like you like you wonder then after you hear information like that from like the insider information you wonder about every drive through like like wow that's weird that the person that like the person that took my money ran up and also gave me my food as well uh, so i don't really have any stories i was just asking you but do you ever notice you go to a place like del taco for instance and uh they'll try to like fudge their numbers or whatever They'll be like, oh, well, Del Taco, pull, up, pull up to the uh, pull up to the pole, please. Well, because Del Taco is they have a timer. Yeah, I don't see, but you, it's a timer that the customer can visually see. Like it's it's visible at Del Taco. At most of the Del Tacos I've been to, you can see the timer that they have, and what they want you to do is because there's sensors. I do have actually in this exact this is a great transition. I left work one evening. I say evening, it was around four in the morning. I drove myself to a Taco Bell, to a, sorry, to a Del Taco, and they said, hey, we're cleaning the grills right now. We can't make anything. We're doing shift change. 
It's going to be about 15 minutes. Well, I had nowhere to be, and I was listening to a very interesting podcast. So I said, yeah, it's fine. I just, I'll be right here. <laughs> and I sat there, and I listened to this podcast, and it was really interesting. And I sat there, put my car in park eventually, put the handbrake on, hung out for a while, and nothing happened. We're now, you know, 15 minutes into this experience they told me it was going to be 15 minutes. Nothing's happened. I start speaking aimlessly at the receiver out there. I'm jokingly talking shit to these people. I eventually open my sunroof and start watching the sunrise because it's it's getting closer to 5 a.m. at this point. And then I start seeing several cars have gotten behind me and left because of the amount of time they're waiting there. And it's just me pulled up to this thing waiting for someone to take my order. And then I see a gentleman leaving the Del Taco with, like, several bags of trash in his hand, and he's taking them to the dumpster area. And I go, Hey! <laughs> you guys uh, gonna be ready soon? I'm getting kind of tired. And he goes, Oh, we've been, we've been ready to take orders for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I've just been sitting here, listening to, you know, something. And... He goes inside and it's like a five second. Hey, sorry. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, we, we didn't. We didn't know you were here because you didn't trip the 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 alert. Well, I did trip it forty five minutes ago, and you told me to wait, and then you've just been hanging out, I guess. <laughs> so this goes on. Like I give her my order, and she's like, "Okay, uh, pull up," and then she goes, "This is." Indicative of the amount of food I was ordering at that point in the night. That'll be 1543, please. <laughs> and I go, are you actually going to charge me for this? I've been out there for basically an hour. And she went, huh, and huffed and slammed the window closed. <laughs> and I went, okay. And I pulled away. That's probably one of my, that's, I think I will remember that on my deathbed. That's how important that story is to me. Do you have any good drive-thru stories? No, I don't. All right. Well, we've discussed fast food. Are we? I think that's like an episode. Is that it? Are we done? I think that's it. We've talked about fast food, its implications. Yeah. Its uh, effects. Uh, we've How given, it sucks, even though it's awesome. We've given you some facts. Some of them have been positive. Some of them have been negative. You can do whatever you want with this information. Uh but thank you for joining us here on this episode of Missing Animals. Buck, do you have anything you want to leave anyone with? Yeah. Bye. Bye.